Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Good morning. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. For those of you streaming online, we know there's going to be more of you today. WGNCradio.com. It's Tuesday morning. It's time to get going. So much for a light night in the world of sports. Wow. Look, I, I'm, I'm going to get you up to speed because I am getting up to speed literally in real time this morning. Light night in college basketball. If you weren't in the Southland Conference or the SWAC, really wasn't a whole lot going on. I've literally written down Two college scores from last night. The Charlotte Hornets played last night. The Carolina Hurricanes are on the NHL All-Star break. We got some high school basketball that's going to happen tonight. The focus of this morning, middle school basketball. That's the beauty of being hyper-local. And that's why this show works that's why this show works for this community. I want to take you back about a week and a half, two weeks ago. As a matter of fact, it was a week and a half exactly. Gaston County Middle School polled which teams would be at the top preseason, which teams would be at the bottom. Obviously, the Southwest boys were at the top. The Holbrook girls were at the top. The usual suspects were near the top. Teams that will be competing for playoff positions that will ultimately get an opportunity to vie for a county championship. And again, if you're, in, if you're in middle school sports in Gaston County, this is it. This is what matters. It's incredibly important. And the downside to it is that these, these sports are all played in such tiny windows that you literally have a month and a half, maybe two months, to really absorb it all. And then it's gone. And you just move over to another season. So effectively, you have 
the first fall season, the second fall season, you go into the winter season, and then the spring. And by that time, it's over and you're resetting. Well, we're going to be able to reset the basketball scores here in just a bit. But before we do that, because we've got a conversation today that we've got to have We'll talk about that in just a second. So, last night, the Charlotte Hornets fell 113-92 to to the New York Knicks. Game played at the Spectrum Center. It was ACC night, which, look, NBA teams have their promotions. They do their thing. Now, if you're the Hornets... I find it a little odd that your promo for last night was ACC night, where you're going to celebrate the ACC at an NBA game. Obviously, there's plenty of ACC players in the NBA. We get that. Mm. Just, I don't know. It could be, an, that could be another indicator of where the consciousness level is of fans related to the Hornets in this landscape. Because I don't see a lot of colleges doing Charlotte Hornets night themes at their college games. Take, take that for what you want. The Hornets will be back in town against Chicago on Wednesday. As that's really about all that's going on. We're basically waiting for the other shoes to drop on this organization. Trades are likely going to be made by the February 8th deadline. Last night in college basketball, just two games of note. Houston, ranked fourth in the country, beat Texas, Big 12 action. Houston, fourth in the country, beat the Longhorns 76-72. to Last night, Duke, ranked seventh in the country. You're going to have a top 10 battle on Saturday night between the Blue Devils and the Tar Heels. Duke got past Virginia Tech last night 77-67. to Of course, there's a full slate of high school basketball action that we're going to dive into a little bit later on the show when Corky Franks comes on. And I'm already starting to get texts about some of the middle school games that are happening. And rest assured, I'm going to dive into those just a moment. I'm trying to give you a pregnant pause to kind of give you what I'm getting ready to, to drop on you. Because when I first saw it this morning, I had to do a double take. And I had to get confirmation. Because to be quite honest with you, when I checked it out, and daily I'm checking out scores on carolinasportshub.com. Richard Walker's website, phenomenal job. He's as every bit hyper-local as anything that we do here. Which is why he's such a great resource. 
So I'm looking at the middle school scores, and I see a game that literally had me do a double take. And I immediately started in the best way that I could, given that it was 5 a.m. in the morning, to try to somehow weave into getting some confirmation as to what I truly saw. Because Richard usually never misses on something like this, and he didn't miss this time either. In high school basketball tonight, there's two really critical matchups. One is in the Big South Conference. One is not. In fact, one is not even really, it's 35, 40 miles away. But it's indicative of who it is that we've covered this year, a team that I've grown a fancy for. And they're taking on a monster of a game tonight. But let's get into it. Big South Conference action. Crest is going to take on Hunter Huss tonight. It's an opportunity for Hunter Huss. Crest just looking to hold serve. They lead the conference undefeated. They would love to continue that run. They'll take on the Huskies tonight. Forest View will travel to Belmont to take on South Point. I'll be there for that doubleheader. Kings Mountain will take on Ashbrook. This is a game for Kings Mountain. If they have any reality, any possibility at all, and, and I still think it's a stretch to begin with, but if they have any thoughts of climbing back into the race for the top spot in the Big South, they got to win this game tonight. They've got to. And then they got to get some help. They're 5-3 and three in the league. Crest? Eight no. It's going to be very difficult to make up three ball games in the course of the next six. But they can certainly catch Ashbrook with a win tonight. As they'll take on the Green Wave. And then, of course, North Gaston takes on Stuart Kramer for a couple of teams that have struggled mightily in the Big South Conference and both starving for a win on the boys' side. The girls' game between North Gaston, Stuart Kramer, you have a team at the top versus a team near the bottom. The math should pretty much play itself out. As a matter of fact, Stuart Kramer effectively preparing for their matchup Friday in this game against North Gaston because they'll take on South Point in Belmont this Friday night. It'll be the biggest girls' game on the docket come Friday night in the Big South. No question about it. Could very well determine the Big South regular season championship. Away from the Big South, you've got Burns taking on Highland Tech just off of 321. Shelby and Cherryville. Thomas Jefferson will go to Bessemer City. And then the matchup that contextually doesn't have anything to do with Gaston County. In fact, it's going to be out of the area. North Lincoln, the Knights, take on Hickory. I want to go see the Knights play this year. This would be a phenomenal game to go see. Is this North Lincoln team for real? Do they have a shot at Hickory? Everything that I hear about Hickory from fans to officials that have covered them, they're a monster. Really, really good. Playing at home against North Lincoln. 
How's it going to go? Definitely going to have my eye on that one, and we'll report back tomorrow here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So now that I've gotten all that out of the way, let's dive into middle school, okay? Mount Holly and Greer are playing today, so if I don't have a score to report there, it's because they didn't play last night. They're on today. Wednesday, Holbrook and Southwest are going to play at Huss to renew the suspended game from last week. I think that game's going to start at 5 tomorrow at Hunter Huss. For those of you that had a ticket for the game, hang on to the ticket. That's going to be your entry into tomorrow's contest. Now, the game tomorrow has taken on a an entirely different complexion. Holbrook's going to be a pretty good basketball team. I think you kind of knew that going in. But after yesterday, this game takes on a whole new meaning. So let's dive into it. Stanley against Cramerton. Yesterday, the Stanley boys beat Cramerton 37-15. to The Cramerton girls, they get back to winning ways. They beat Stanley 35-11. to York Chester, Chavis on the boys' side. York Chester beats Chavis 46-26. to On the girls' side, Chavis wins 22-7. to not sure why they went for two after getting that third touchdown, but that's what they decided to do. 22-7 win over York Chester. That's a joke. Belmont, Bessemer City. The Belmont girls continue to win. 3-0 and so far this season, and they've been increasingly more impressive with each and every game. 46-18 winners. Over Bessemer City on the girls' side, Stella Absher, 23 and 11. She can be a dominant player for the Belmont Wildcats. Proved it last night, 23 and 11 in that 46 to 18 win over the Tigers. On the boys' side, Belmont, 60 to 11, which really does kind of echo back to the mystery of this Belmont squad. Now, Greer could very well be a very pleasant surprise. Like, they could really outdo what is already some pretty significant expectations. So, for Belmont to lose to Greer doesn't necessarily stun me until I see what I saw last week against Cramerton and then what I see on the scoreboard against Bessemer City. Now, they're going to have to prove themselves a little more on Thursday because they've got York Chester at home. That should be a very entertaining basketball game. If you're in the Belmont area to, on Thursday and you like basketball of any stripe, this is the one to come see. Belmont and York Chester could be a very satisfying basketball game to come watch. Now, on the girls' side, I think Belmont's going to roll. On the boys, you've got two teams that are 2-1, and one, both playing pretty good, so it seems, after Monday's verdict. Should be a very entertaining basketball game 
on Thursday. Now, let me set the scene. Southwest WC Friday. Southwest girls beat WC Friday by a lot. By a lot, okay? For those of you that are looking for the score, just go on to carolinasportshub.com. It was a lot by not nearly enough. But on the boys' side, this is what made me do a double take, and it's what, in a very delayed fashion, I, I'm, I'm doing this in context. In the middle school framework of basketball, it sent shockwaves throughout the county. WC Friday beats Southwest 39 to 32. Now, for Southwest to lose, period, is significant. But this is what the pollsters and the pundits had to say about these two teams this year. Preseason poll, Southwest number one. WC Friday, number 11. I would say that the pollsters probably got this one wrong. As the Cavaliers beat Southwest by seven, 39-32. So immediately I went into scramble mode. Show comes on at 7. What do we do with this? Well, glad you asked. At 7.40 this morning, Nathan Sherrill, the head basketball coach of the WC Friday Boys, will be on the Rush Hour Morning Show to talk about the win. And I would imagine this guy is pretty excited. So we'll have a chance to talk to him at 7.40 this morning. We'll spend a little more time talking about it in the second hour, talk about some high school basketball. Should be a great show. We'll also give you a heads up an hour or two of what tomorrow's show looks like. All that as we continue on, and I'm going to set it up a little more in the next segment with Corky because tomorrow could be a very fun show. All that as we continue on. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We'll be back in just a bit on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Boland can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Boland at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Boland of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Thank you. 
Hi, folks. This is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Long invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. Here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Tuesday morning. Ladies and gentlemen, Home Outlet is your secret to winning the home improvement game. With new quality kitchens, baths, floors, and more, your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet has everything you need to take your project from plan to reality, including the largest selection of in-stock products. You don't have to imagine the feeling of walking into your newly remodeled kitchen. You can get it now. That's the feeling of winning the home improvement game. Follow us on social media and visit homeoutlet.com. Let's go. Corky Franks, good morning. What's up, baby? How you been? How you been? Busy. Yeah, tell me about it. Busy. I just got through crying about the same situation. Well, and in. Hey, l- l- let's, let's face it. Let's face it, Brian. Honestly. No, keep that thing up. I like it. All right, Larry, look, I get all excited. I can talk over it. Okay. Yeah. I was posed a question yesterday. Okay. By a friend of the show from a listener to the show. You know what the question was? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold it, hold it. Let me make sure I'm following. A listener to the show reached out to a friend of the show who reached out to me yesterday. Okay, he okay. Asked, had a question. Okay. He said, is Corky drinking alcohol? <laughs> While he's on the show. <laughs> I said, why did he say that? 
He said, all he does is talk about himself and laugh. <laughs> anyway, maybe fair point. Maybe. Could possibly be a fair point. It's called entertainment, cuz. If you're not entertained, listen to 107.9, the link. They play all kind of music. <laughs> but there's no promise you're going to be entertained. No, you ain't going to be entertained. You, you might not be entertained listening to me. I don't know. But I'm going to entertain myself. See, that's why you're laughing. Yeah. I'm if, a, if nothing else. If nothing else, dude, walk in my shoes for a day. You better laugh. Like my mama said, <laughs> sometimes, son, you got to laugh to keep from crying. Yeah. Even though. Yeah. No tears here. No, no, no. I was going to ask you. I had this conversation this morning. Come on, man. You know all the roles I play. It's a yes. lot. It's a lot. Yes. I told somebody this morning, it's like, I mean, who, who does Superman talk to? Nobody's going to listen to Superman. He's supposed to be Superman. Right? Who can he talk to? Lois Lane? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Who, who does, I, I, I get it. Who can The preacher hears everybody's problems. Who does he got to vent to? Well, I would hope other preachers. Well, they got the same problems he does. Yes, they commiserate in each other's misery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to... Now, you hey. stumped me with Superman because I, I don't Batman, know. Batman, whoever. I don't, who does Batman talk to? Who, well, does the, who does the Green Lantern talk to? Who does... Well, I guess it depends on whether you're part of the Marvel or the DC Universe. Is there a difference? thought a superhero was a superhero. Well, there is. Especially when it comes to Marvel and DC, they'll absolutely tell you there's a difference. Okay, let's be honest. Who do you talk to? Dude, you, you don't stop either. Who do I talk yeah, to? Yeah, you're just Is like, that a rhetorical question? No, I'm being dead serious, okay? Who does who does Brian Rushing have that he can go talk to? Seriously. Dude, you go as you're as wide open or more than I am. And I'm the most wide open guy on the planet, I feel like. And you're probably more than me. You don't stop either. What do you do when you get overwhelmed? Who do you talk to? You you internalize it and keep rolling, don't you? Probably. Yes. And pray you don't get on medication. Well, and, and <laughs> that's what you do. Well, I, you pray. Yeah. You pray, and yeah, you end up internalizing a lot, don't you? They won't hear your problems. Much to the chagrin of people that really wished you probably wouldn't internalize, because there are those people too. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel sometimes. Today's one of those days. Listen, I was so out of it this morning when I went to the gym, which is going to be named soon because they wrote us a nice check. I looked at it yesterday. Hey. <laughs> hey. So, Good morning, everybody. Yeah, we'll, we'll be able to uh, mention them here in a couple of days. What's today? The 30th? Two more days, I guess. The okay. first. Yeah. Okay. Something All like right. That. I see how you're working. Yeah. So a little teaser. A little teaser action. Dude, I was so out of it. Look at my eyeball. Look at this thing. Yeah, you got a little. A little what? That thing looks like that solo cup. I know. I, I know. The red one. Yes. With the vodka in it. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, listen, man. It is. You're, you're kind of perpetuating that question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so I mean, if 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 you are well, I letting it people, not this morning. So if you're letting people behind the veil, I'm just, then... I'm just messing. You know that. All right, dude. It was so dark outside. I was out of it, not paying any attention. Oh, you got an you got a limb, didn't you? No, I opened the car door, hit myself in the eyeball. What? Yeah, I about fell out. 
Oh, that's terrible. Oh, it hurts, man. It's, I bet. It'll be black before the day's over with. Or oh, blue or gray dude. or something. Or red or something. It won't be the normal color. That is a big old hairy no bueno right I there. know, man. That sucker hurts. Yeah, don't run into the door. Then I went to work out. I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have just stayed at home. Put some ice on that sucker. Anyway, dragging this morning. We'll get there, baby. Did you do your homework assignment last night? You know, listen. Refresh my memory, okay. please. When because we, when, I have a feeling the answer is no. <laughs> when we went off the air yesterday, right, we were talking about the difference between cuddling, snuggling, spooning, and making out. And you told me off air that when you got home last night after your duties, you were going to figure out what the differences were when you and Janine sat down and had some time together. So oh, how did the experiment oh, go? Oh, 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 no. I mean, no, that's because I... I Was there, you had four options. You could practice one of them. Did you and Janine cuddle, <laughs> snuggle, spoon, or make out? Or all four? Or two out of the Not, three? Three out of four? My apologies. Because I I'm, tried them all last night. <laughs> So how did it go to your place? Um, I made dinner. Did you, oh, that's that's good. That's yeah, I like that. How about that? Yeah, what'd you have? Um, chicken. Um, fried or baked? I don't know. This question actually came up, and I I don't know how you cook chicken and don't know how you cooked it. Well, I'll, I'll let. Ma- hey, maybe maybe to the listener who reached out to the friend of the show, maybe B Rush is on the sauce. No, I'm I'm gonna let you decide. Because I, I literally asked Janine this question. She didn't have a great answer for me, and I didn't have an answer either. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you help me out here. Okay. All right? So I grab a pan. Yeah. Olive oil. Uh-huh. I heat up the pan. Uh-huh. I put the chicken in. Yeah. I didn't bread it, didn't do anything of that nature. I just dropped it in the olive oil, mm-hmm. put some mushrooms over on the side and everything. A little saute action. Let it, let it cook. Okay. Kept flipping it over and over and over again. Eventually, it cooked. It was great. That's what I did. Huh? I, I did no did breading, I, no, no flour, bread. no milk, no eggs, N- nothing. Just <clears throat> olive oil. So no stovetop stuffing. Well, I mean, I had we had green beans, and I'm, and I'm talking I'm, about you didn't coat it with anything except for a little oil in the pan. Right. Okay. How much oil was in the pan? Just enough to get to keep keep it from sticking. Bingo. Okay. That's the same thing as a blackstone griddle. And you saved yourself $400. You're smarter than I am. Okay. So did I... I Not that that was a surprise or a shock to anybody. But I didn't grill it. That you're smarter than I am. But I didn't grill it, did I? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I grilled it. Yeah. Okay. Same difference. Okay. Well, see, I didn't think it was grilling because I didn't actually have a grill. So I could have whipped out the George Foreman, but I didn't. I just put it in this pan with a little olive oil. So... Look, I'm I'm nobody's cook. I mean, you know. How did it taste? Was it oh, tender? It was great. Was it tender? Sure. Did you put any seasoning on it? I I did put some Montreal chicken seasoning on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we we had some ground turkey last night. Okay. Yeah, ground turkey. Um, put some uh, Chef Pardo blackening <laughs> season on it. I'm glad you said chef. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said what Scott Meister said yesterday. Come in here hot cussing. <laughs> Wasn't that crazy? He comes on his own radio show and cusses twice. <laughs> if he can write the check, then. Yeah, I guess. Hey, I guess so. Do what he wants to. 
Uh, so anyway, the chicken was good. Had some green beans with it, right? Did. I, I even made my own little pinto bean concoction that I do. I mean, like, literally. Like you do that Skyline chili concoction. I do. Indeed. So yep. what was the chili concoction? Well, I mean, well, I, I didn't do chili last night. Or, or basically, beans. I just whipped up the beans to the point to where they were really good and tender, okay? Put cheese on top of it. And then with my serving, I put it over there in my little bowl, and, and I took some Taco Bell sauce and, and scattered over it. Is that good? Oh, it's fantastic. Do you eat Taco Bell? A hundred percent. Ugh. I'm, I, look at me. Of course <laughs> I eat Taco Bell. You eat anything by looking at you. Are you kidding? Man, you yeah. You run the store and get you some, you know, some of this right here? Look, oh, as a matter of fact, look at this. This is leftover. Okay. This is lunch today. Look okay. Here. Look at that ground turkey. Look at that. Yeah. That's money. Nice potatoes here. red skin potatoes yeah. in there. Yeah. Some salad. Listen, they have this. Where's the salad? Did you eat that already? They said, listen, this is for the listeners. No, there ain't no salad in there. I ate it last night. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, some, uh, sometimes you stay behind the theater of the mind theme, and then sometimes you don't. I'm sorry. I, I, did, listen, I didn't see the salad. Do you like potatoes? You like Love those? potatoes. Okay, man. I'm sure they're everywhere. But at the Harris Teeter, there's a little box of potatoes, right? Th those that you just saw. Right. They're in a carton. Dude, put them suckers in the microwave for six minutes, okay? Take them out, peel back the uh, cellophane, put that sauce in there, a couple slabs of butter, put the lid back on it, shake it up, it melts. That's what you got right there. Six minutes, dude. Yeah, I mean. It's a couple dollars. If it's a potato, I can pretty much handle it. Yeah. But here's here's what I don't like, okay? You should try those. Oh, I Okay. You may heat them up during the break. No, because that's your lunch. Ah, we can go get some more. But what I'm saying is, here, here's what I don't like. This is the one thing potato-related that I do not like. McDonald's hash browns. I don't eat McDonald's, period. Well, but but I, I don't like those. But like Waffle House hash browns, uh -huh. oh, sign me up all over it. Um, Coach G sent me a message here. Baked fries? All about some baked fries, baked potatoes. Love them. Yeah, it's 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 a problem. It's it's a problem. Um, <clears throat> message from Coach G. Uh oh. Seriously, that woman punched you in the eye. <laughs> there's there's always that. I, I guess it can be a possibility. Did you hear about that daggone shootout yesterday in Belmont? No, I, I was listening. I was listening to the radio down in Fort Mill, and I heard that there was shooting, like a shooting behind the high school. Yeah. F do you, can you fill me in? The only thing I can fill you in is I was coming up R.L. Stowe Road, and I passed Channel Thirty Six, and I said, "Well, something's going on in Belmont, right? They don't just come over here for nothing." Yeah. And then I, then I saw another one. Uh, Somebody else coming up Nixon Road beside the high school, right? Right. I immediately thought, uh, protesting the mascot. It's <laughs> exactly what I thought, right? Well, that's pretty much the go-to in this town. Yeah, because they ain't got nothing else to talk I mean, about. You, Come you on, know, man. If Come you're going to have a story. If you want to be offended, you can find something to be offended by. How about that? Yeah. So anyway, somebody uh, messaged me about an hour later. Somebody, a house got shot up. Okay. Like 47 rounds. Now, 
the way that I, it was described on the radio to this, me when I was down in this, Fort Mills, that it, it happened overnight. No, nah, it was yesterday during the day. Really? Yeah. Wow. What, the Sinaloa cartel moved to town? Probably shouldn't have said that lie. Hey, hey, do me a favor. Don't podcast this. <laughs> Might be in trouble. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and so you, this is come just. Come on, man. Come you, on, man. You Seriously. never hear about this. Come on, man. Seriously. Come on. Come on. It, it don't need to come to that. Whatever it is. Just seriously. Move on. I get it. Move on. See, typically when you hear about shooting guns in this neck of the woods, it's hunting. Yeah. Like somebody's gone out into the field and pop, pop. Yep. There's dinner. Uh-huh. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, apparently that was not the case this time around. Speaking of cartel, did you ever watch that show Narcos on no. Netflix? No. Wow. That was Narcos. Uh, Narcos Mexico was really good, man. I highly recommend that. If you're into that kind of thing, storytelling and history, and you know the cartel and all that, it is. It was tremendous. It's worth going back and watching again. Really good. You should check it out. Well, a story that we do need to tell. It's last night. WC Friday boys knocking off Southwest. Yeah. You got coach lined up, don't you? Nathan Sherrill is going to be on the show when we come back on the other side of the break. This ought to be a lot of fun. As we'll cover that, Nathan Sherrill on the Rush Hour Morning Show. When we come back in just a bit. We'll be right back. Attention Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us 
at RushHourWGNC at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us RushHourWGNC at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Attention, Gastonia homeowners. It's time. And we're back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Tuesday morning. And usually, Tuesday is a pretty slow news day. And I got to be honest with you, when I woke up this morning at 5 a.m. and I looked at really there was only two college basketball scores of note for this area and the Hornets, well, they lost again. Hey, I got some great news. Sold my tickets last night. You did sell your <laughs> oh, tickets. Oh, yeah. Two for the last two, baby. How about that? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. That's I fantastic. I don't care if they lose or not. As long as I well, keep selling tickets. Well, you're winning. Yeah. The Hornets are losing. Tell you who else is winning. Well, I'm glad you said that because... This very early Tuesday morning didn't really have a whole lot on the bone as far as sports talk was concerned. And then I looked at carolinasportshub.com and I saw a pretty significant upset as the Southwest Roadrunners go down 39-32 to the WC Friday Cavaliers. We want to bring on the boys' head coach, Nathan Sherrill, to the Rush Hour Morning Show Coach, good morning. Welcome officially to the Rush Hour Morning Show. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Thank you for having me. I couldn't well, be more proud of my boys. Well, you have every reason to be proud. And and let's go ahead and dive because as soon as I saw the score, I immediately did the double take. I'm like, whoa, this ain't supposed to happen, okay? You didn't think it was a typo, did you? I, I went to verify. Okay. Okay. Once I got verification, I'm like, this is a story. So I went into the Wayback Machine, looked back a week and a half, saw the preseason poll. Coach, if you felt slighted, and I haven't had a chance to discuss this with you, but if you felt slighted about being the preseason 11 in the county, you sure got some validation last night. I don't care what spot you are. When you beat the top guy in the preseason poll, it's always a big deal. Share with us some of the thoughts, some of the emotions that were going through your mind and your team's mind after you pulled off the win last night. Now, with the boys, when I took the job, the boys told me they went one and nine last year, but 
first day of tryouts, I could tell that we had talent that I wasn't going to happen again. And so as soon as I got buy-in from them after that first victory we had over Bessemer City, like I told them this year is going to be different. And we lost a tough one last week to Yorkchester, but I can see it in their faces and in their eyes that, you know, we got enough that we can go pretty deep in the playoffs, hopefully. Well, and, and, and yes. And so already, and I think you could pretty much back a lot of this up. When you look at this preseason poll, Yorkchester is an eight, and I see them being way better than that this year. I, and I think that this game against Thursday they'll have with Belmont is going to kind of prove this. I think that they're going to give Belmont a very difficult time on Thursday. But with all of that said, you were the 11. So in reality, you weren't supposed to beat anybody. And right now, you're sitting at 2-1 and one in middle school basketball. Give me an idea. You, you talked about when you took the job. This was a club that won one game last year. According to the pundits, according to the people that are supposed to follow this stuff, there wasn't a whole lot in the cupboard, but you were able to see in practice immediately that that wasn't going to be the case. What was it that you saw that really kind of gave you the assurance that this club was going to be capable of winning some games this year? Yeah, I got a great, I got a great group of eighth graders. Yeah, my point guard, Tommy Medlin, and my shooting guard, Jakeem Gilmore. They're great leaders. They attack the rim, and most importantly, they play defense. You know, we play defense 94 feet. They're going to attack the ball every play. And then I got two seventh graders, Malik Jordan and Tay Robbins. You know, we can just pressure consistently. And so, and you know, in middle school basketball, and even when you get into high school, if you got great guards, you can win any ball game. And, you know, they're going to keep us in it night in and night out. So, very proud of those boys. Coach, you know, you, you come into town. It's your first year as the head coach over at WC Friday. Uh, you know, you, I'm sure you've you heard all the talk around town, the Belmont, Southwest, you know, all these teams like that. How did you get your kids to buy in? You're, you're new over there. It's your first year. And all of a sudden, you've done something right. I mean, you and Coach Rothwell from North Gaston, the football coach, you and him hang out because, you know, he won one game last year. He turned his program around. You and, you and Coach Rothwell been hanging out. What's the secret sauce over there? Man, I, I need to get with him because apparently I can keep learning from somebody. It's funny you mentioned Belmont. Uh, I, I used to work with Coach G over there. So, you know, maybe I'm stealing a couple secrets from him on how to get some victories. What, what, are you cussing the kids oh, under oh. your breath when you're tweeting like this? <laughs> slinging stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Did you learn that from him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just get real red in the face and the players, they realize. When he... <laughs> he's, he's watched a game or two of Belmont girls basketball, that's for sure. So, Nathan Sherrill uh, here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So, what, what, so the back to that, you know, the follow-up on that, Coach, what was it? How did you get the kids to believe? All joking aside. Uh, man, man, kids just need somebody to believe in them. And as soon as as soon as soon they realize that I believe in them, you know, they, just, they start believing in themselves. So, and the biggest thing was getting that first victory. That first victory, I think we won 44-12. to 12, And so, they realized this year was going to be different. Uh you know, I, I play 10 guys like we go we go about 10 deep on the bench. So they know as long as they're invested in what they show me in practice, you know, they're going to get time in the game. So, you know, I really have buy-in one through 10. So, Coach, when last night, I mean, to, to win a game 39-32, what, what was it that you guys were able to do or exploit with Southwest 
that that got you over the top? What was the one thing that really did it for you in getting the win against Southwest last night? You know, I truly believe that I have the best group of guards in the county. And so I'll, I'll put that, that group of four that I mentioned earlier, I'll put Tavier Medlin up against anybody. And I believe that I believe that group of boys are going to carry me. You know, like I said, like we're going to pressure the whole game. And I will, I'm going to put that group of boys up against anybody else's group of guards in the county. I truly believe, like, wherever they go, whether they go to North Gaston or they go to Highland Tech, man, I'm excited to see as they grow into the future. Man, that, that group of boys is going to be special. As we've got Nathan Sherrill here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So, Coach, it's not like it gets a ton easier for you. I mean, there's no question about it. This was, this was a – this was – when you look at the schedule, a very difficult week for this WC Friday program because you take on Southwest last night, you get the win, and then you're going to get Holbrook on Thursday. The schedule has you guys playing at home against Holbrook. Now, the one thing that you do have the benefit of is that Holbrook's going to have to play Southwest. They're going to have to resume that game, which was suspended very early. So you could potentially see a Holbrook team come into Dallas on Thursday a little more heavy-legged than normal. I would imagine that's going to play very well potentially with the way you guys like to pressure the basketball. Love to get your thoughts. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that's exactly what happens. My boys are going to be well-rested. And, man, I hope we can talk to the people and make these schedules. I know like this, we were joking around that this being like hell week for us, getting uh, Yorkchester, Southwest, and Holbrook like back-to-back-to-back. And that's that's rough to do in this middle school. Well, and and so with that said, I mean, again, playing a team like Holbrook or playing a team like Southwest is difficult on its own. But what do you what do you anticipate practice being like this afternoon? I can't imagine that when these kids get onto campus, when these kids walk the hallways tomorrow. Most of these kids are probably going to be on cloud nine because let's be honest, at least the pollsters, they didn't think there was any shot of this happening. You guys pretty much took the poll and flipped it upside down on everybody. I hope, I hope these kids are on cloud nine. They deserve it from uh, the big turnaround from one and nine last year and then knocking off the, the pre number one. So the, the struggle for us is going to get them locked in this afternoon, but I want to see them ecstatic. I want to see their mindset change. I want them to expect to win. So today, I want them to be on cloud nine, but as we look into tomorrow and get ready for Holbrook, I want them to get locked in because instead of that look on their face, like they were kind of scared to start the game, but I want them, I want the expectations to start to change. I want them to expect to win. Coach, so you know, as we look forward, go ahead. No, go ahead, Coach. As, as I was saying, I want them to come in locked in and be able to expect to expect victories against Holbrook and Greer and those types of teams. Hey, I was going to say this. You know, we've had tons of coaches on the show, middle school, high school, and it's fun to get on here and talk about the games and the rivalries and things like that. But the reality is, you know, most of you coaches are kind of intertwined with, you know, a lot of you guys are friends. We were talking about Coach G over at Belmont Middle, and you said you learned some stuff from him. And, you know, we were joking about Coach G and all that stuff. But, you know, you actually just married – the cheer coach from over there, Miss Jacobs, Jennifer <laughs> Jacobs, right? Now now, uh, now she's Jennifer Cheryl, right? So you just married her. You were over at the middle school for three or four years. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, maybe they're – I don't, I don't want to say jealous, but 
I think Belmont Athletics is kind of the standard barrier for the county. I mean, they win that cup every year, the Winners' Cup every year, pretty much. What did you take away from the culture at Belmont that you could use to help you over at WC Friday? There has to be something you got from that place. Yeah, besides, I'm glad you brought up beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you brought up her. Now we got a little uh, got a little rivalry in the house here, so I can't wear all the uh, all the blue and green that we have in the house anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the culture at Belmont's great. I mean, it really starts early from when they come in as sixth graders. I mean, they just have that level of expectation of greatness that go that runs all the way through when they go to South Point. So. Like what I'm trying to take in over there is like I want them to come in and like we're not we're not going to be like the stepping stone of the county where everybody expects us to finish one and nine or finish last in the county. So what what really they breed in Belmont is like they just expect greatness when they're there. They expect to win, and it really like it starts like when they're early, like even when they're playing in that little Red Raider football. So it starts early and then it lasts all the way up through South Point. So. Excuse me, I got a little cold over here. No, I, I get it. <coughs> Nathan Cheryl here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, Coach, it's it's my responsibility as a guy, because I've taken a look ahead at the schedule, okay? You may want to go ahead and start making your Valentine's Day plans right now and locking them in ahead of time. Here's why I say this. February the 12th, WC Friday comes to Belmont to take on the Wildcats. Now, if you guys happen to pull the upset off Uh against the boys from Belmont, Uh okay, to make sure that there's absolutely no tension or no problem inside your home, you may want to go ahead and take care of some things, maybe do some pre-planning as it relates to Valentine's Day. I just don't want you to get locked out, okay, on (laughs) February the 13th and the 14th. So, Coach, by all means, go ahead and start making those preparations now. Go ahead and have you a good dinner ready to go and all that kind of stuff on Valentine's Day because February 12th could be a very interesting scenario because by that point, you'll have been deep enough into the season. You'll be past your bye and all this kind of stuff. You should have a pretty good idea of what your club's going to look like and what its playoff prospects are going to be. And, and if you get beat, Coach, your wife's going to laugh at you. You got to deal with that. Yeah, we can't. We can't have that happen. <laughs> so yeah, we gotta. We, we already have those plans set. So okay. Hopefully, uh, so Valentine's Day, you know, it's always special for us. It's gonna be the first one. We just got married in November, so first, uh, first Valentine's Day as a married couple. But as far as far as playoff contingents go, you know, hopefully we're gonna sneak in and give a little run at the playoffs. We've I've been I've been talking a little bit to Coach Pat and Coach Bummy over there at Belmont. We we got it figured out. Only four spots for about five or six teams in there. So <laughs> we're uh, we're going to make a run for that last spot and see if we can uh, at least make people a little nervous. Well, it's going to be very interesting uh, to see what transpires over the next few weeks. If this is a WC Friday team that has a shot at the playoffs, well, congratulations, Coach. You just won your first playoff game and a matchup very early against Southwest, so congratulations. Coach, definitely want to thank you for spending a little time with us this morning. Congratulations on the win, and best of luck as you continue on the season. We'd love to get you back on the show and talk about the team a little bit later on, especially as we get closer to that February the 12th ball game. 
Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you for having me. Well, you got it. Thank you, Nathan. Nathan Sherrill, the head basketball coach for the boys' side at WC Friday Middle School. Corky, that's that's a massive win. That's a massive win and a great way to get the program started. Hey, look, man, coach is fired up. He, he's already talking playoffs. That's Isn't that the kind of guy you want leading your program? Sure. Yeah, give the guy the baton. Let him run with it. He's got his kids believing. Your coach said all you got to do is believe in the kids, and they'll believe in you. Pretty simple, isn't it? Sure. You, you invest in somebody, and they give you re a return on your investment. That's how it works. I, I promise you he's learning that with his marriage as, as well. No question yeah, about it. It's the same thing. Well, and the, and the reality is, especially in the middle school landscape, you can't make a playoff without having a really good start to the season. You can't build into that. You can't drop two or three early and then sneak through the back door. It just doesn't work that way. You'd better stock start hot because the season moves so quickly. And let's be honest, uh, you know, Brian, if you, if you spend some time at a place like Belmont, you know, you have to pick up some of that culture. You have to pick up some of the secrets that, that go into the, the sauce, if you will, to find success. Because every year, who wins the Winner's Cup, practically? You see what I'm saying? I mean, they got something going on over there. Coach G's spearheading that thing, but he's got the right coaches in place. The school has a great staff. Everybody's bought in. Well, now you see that same thing happening up in the Dallas area, don't you? That's all it takes. You know, little yeah. enclaves, yeah. Little, little bits bit. and pieces are starting to develop in Dallas. And I can guarantee you who's probably even happier about the success of WC Friday basketball, and that's Wes Hepler the head coach at North Gaston, because you know that he sees the future looking very bright by what he's watching out of these Cavaliers. Hey, listen, if, if he don't, then he's got issues. He, he, he might need to go hang out and watch some of those kids play. All it takes is investing in somebody, and that's it. That's it, man. Believe, believe, baby. If you don't believe in yourself, how do you expect anybody else to? It's a hard sell, that's for sure. Unless you believe, then it's easy. There you go. Hour one is in the books. When we come back, we'll continue with hour two. We got a lot to cover. We're going to talk high school basketball. We'll continue to talk about middle school basketball. And we want to make sure that we cover tomorrow because tomorrow is going to be a very interesting show because one of our guests tomorrow just got a lot of love from ESPN. We'll cover that on the second hour of the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.